Welcome, Bills Mafia, to Bills or Bust, the podcast dedicated to all things Buffalo Bills. I'm Tom Murphy. Join in as we talk about the Buffalo Bills, of course, and also the other 31 teams in the league that will watch us win the Super Bowl or bust. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome, Bills Mafia, to another edition of Bills or Bust podcast. I'm your host, Tom Murphy, and what a great Monday it is. Victory Monday, always the uh, best day of the week, uh, second only to Game Time Sunday. Uh, Today, I have two very special guests. Neither are strangers to the show. Uh, Two very good friends of mine, uh, Super Bills fan, Meg Rechtenwald. How are you doing, Meg? Good to see you again, Murph. Happy to be here. Oh, yes. Hey, thank you for coming back. And then uh, back by very, very popular demand. Uh, we have my good buddy waking up early in Los Angeles to join us today, uh, Mr. Matthew Flynn. You know him from TV shows, uh, most likely at playing Eli Manning in the unforgettable K- Kimmy Schmidt. And Matt, thanks again for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure to come on and tout my views as an XFL proponent. Want to get that lead Absolutely. back in the mix? Oh yes. No, we're go- we're going to do a, su- a subplot podcast to this but we're actually going to extend that one to two hour episodes good man and uh on there i'll be your co-host but uh yeah uh absolutely fantastic day in the nfl yesterday at least for uh us our honor and our honorary bills fan matt flynn and i do believe the patriots actually won yesterday too i think i may have gathered that in other news you guys certainly don't i sure as hell don't tom brady's gone the rain (laughs) is over because they beat the jets that's the only reason it's on our radar there it is oh yeah absolutely yeah i'm i'm convinced uh like zach wilson is like the worst quarterback in the nfl when he plays any other team except the bills we do make him look phenomenal Speaking of looking phenomenal, anybody listening to this needs to go to the YouTube broadcast just to see Meg's setup. That 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 zip, that quarter <laughs> zip, that Bill's quarter zip, the background, like you're you're killing it. Somebody and, here's gotta look good. I know. Well, it's the truth. And and I know <laughs> yeah, it looks know. like I'm like a really sad divorcee. Can't even bother to put on a shirt. It's actually far worse than that. I don't even have a home. Can't even brush I watch your other hair. People's. We got nothing. No. That. So come on, somebody had to come up <laughs> no. and show up. And it was you. And no ex-wife either. Nah. That's, uh, no it. ex-wife either, but that's a good one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Meg has a fantastic backdrop. It actually looks like she's, you know, doing the show from the owner's box of Highmark Stadium. <laughs> Working and, uh, my way up, guys. Yes. I know. And it's funny. I'm the host. I'm the host of this show. Court and Harry keep telling me I need to get some sort of backdrop. And I'm just like the process into getting that. I'm sure it's a click of a button, but I'm just like, all right, I just, I don't have time to deal with it. And the truth of the matter is I have more than enough time to figure it out. But, uh, technology is <laughs> harder the older you get guys. Don't worry. I got you. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got to start a GoFundMe just to get you a laptop. So you're not w- wiggling and wobbling on the phone. <laughs> oh, I do have, a, I do actually have a laptop. that just uh, performs about two functions now. I can, yeah, like, yeah, I can type an old goes. fashioned I can like type an old fashioned letter and I can uh you know send off like an email just as long as it's uh you know as long as there's nothing really attached in it. As long as you have a dial up tone. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the AOL, yes. So when you get my emails from AOL, I actually I actually still have an active AOL account. 
Some do. Like yeah, it's still a thing that happens. I'm not sure why. Your laptop sounds like my knees, and I have the same perspective on it as I do them, where it's the longer I wait, the better the technology will be when I get new ones. So I think you're holding oh, yeah. out for some serious stuff, Murph. Just keep hanging in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Speaking of knees, I know my knees went to uh, absolute garbage uh, when you and I were on the same softball team back in the uh, summers of 2016 and 2017. So I was mainly... uh, referencing that league yesterday when I was playing Capture the Flag in Griffith Park with 60 people. Okay. And we're running around like lunatics. Everybody's super competitive on this. The last game, there's 60 seconds left. The horn is sounded. It's tied. We each have two of the other team's flags, and the other one's like right in view. And I start clapping and going, yeah, this is where all the ACLs get blown out, folks. Let's leave it all on the field. <laughs> and this guy comes darting towards me, and he cuts to my right. And there's a girl to my right on my team. And I, I move for him, and then I realize it could be a decoy. So I let her get him. And when I turn back to make sure no one else is coming, I hear him scream. And I turn back around, the guy's foot is just hanging off his leg. He had either dislocated oh or completely God. broken his ankle playing capture the flag, just trying to juke. And it's uh -huh. like, man, this is serious. When you think about the level of conditioning Aaron Rodgers and these NFL guys put in, and they still in their 20s, 30s, and yeah, sure, 40 for right. Rodgers, blow Achilles in the first two seasons, just making like strong moves. And then you've got assholes running around capture the flag fields, wondering why they're, their foot's oh, hanging off their leg. It's like, cause we don't do this. We're not conditioned for this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. Capture, yeah, capture the flag is just, uh, no, it's a, uh, it's, it sound intense. And you guys, uh, it's like an actual league. You said like 60 people. Is it 30 players for each team? Yeah. And it's monthly and it's, it's intense, man. It goes pretty wild. It goes pretty wild. <laughs> it's a fun time. That does sound awesome. I know. Uh, I know. I know. There's no way I could. Uh, I could ever compete in that. I think I was like the only player on the Ironbound softball team that I would get pinched run for, and it would usually be like a 50 year old man getting like they'd usually bring in a 50 year old man to pinch run for me. I can't believe like I missed so the softball years of you two. That oh, was man. pretty big. Knowing you guys, it was was it? Yeah, no. Well, the games were also at like two o'clock on a Tuesday as well so it was like you know you, you couldn't get too much of a crowd mm. there was uh man do you remember uh yeah meg there was this one time it was there was some like woman we were playing at one of the fields and there was some like woman she was obviously a tourist and she was with her like teenage son and she was just like throwing mad shade at everyone playing it was just like none of you have jobs who has time to play oh, softball yeah. at 2 p.m in the afternoon <laughs> do you remember I, I, that? Just, I don't know the same people that have time to yell at people who are playing softball at two in the afternoon in the park i mean <laughs> so, like you're winning at the game of life right now like come on we were and it was oh, no, pretty cool was because the people who were playing in, on all the teams are like working actors or real estate moguls or people that just kind of have that kind of central park tuesday for six months out of the year three months out of the year oh yeah yeah, no one. One of the guys, one of the guys was like a millionaire. He's like one of the early investors in Facebook. Oh God! And it's, like, it's like, yeah, it's like don't don't let him tell you what's up, lady. But uh, no, I'll just never forget that. It wasn't I? Wasn't even offended. I was just laughing. She was just so. She seemed so like legitimately flummoxed, and she was being very offensive. But I mean, it's like I could see how some people be offended. Like she just literally 
she, she was almost disgusted by us. You couldn't As she that. should have been. We're disgusting humans. But speaking of athletics. I mean, yeah. yeah like, wait, it's like, wait till she really got to know me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, Marf, I don't know I if you were there life. for this. You might have been. Meg, I, I'm almost certain you were. That's a beautiful cat. Yeah, this is the other one. Yeah, oh, we met oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. They made, they made an appearance the last show. Mm-hmm. He's always, Beauty. that's what I said last time. He's always in the middle of a good Zoom meeting. Beauty. I love oh, yeah. yeah, I heard that. You guys crushed that. That was awesome. Other than your bullshit shit talk about Sunday night movie night, which we'll get to. Um, oh, and yeah. as I told you, we have a lot of ground to cover today. That's the, that's, that's <laughs> what caused your week one loss. Karma. You're, <laughs> you're, you're not talking movie night. You're not wrong. I found a video. I think I, I, think I said I was the, I seem to be the only one. It wasn't that I had a problem with it. It was usually, you know, if I usually came in on a Sunday, I was probably a little oiled up by that time. And it's just, it's hard for me to be quiet at that time. So it was just like, oh, yeah. that was pretty much it's that great Bill Hicks quote. It's like where he talks about childbirth. And he's like, oh, it's a miracle. Isn't it just a miracle? People, oh, it's a miracle. It's like, wrong. No more a miracle than eating food and having a turd drop out of your ass. You know what's a miracle? A miracle is having raising a kid that doesn't talk during a fucking movie. That's a miracle. <laughs> the win. Oh, no, that's fantastic. But uh, And the thing is, I actually enjoyed movie night sometime. It was like, you know, got to see the ref. I hadn't seen the ref in probably 30 years. Yeah, it was probably you know, a bye week. Person. Yes, probably, yeah. And it was, uh, yes, I, I just came in for a burger and uh, perfectly placed ketchup on the fries. Got to place it perfectly. <laughs> Meg, were you there for, I think you were. There was a night, I just found this video. There's a guy named Cousin Pat that worked there. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a guy named Stan, right? Stan was our buddy, Joe, Joe, our buddy Joe's good friend. And they were both just skunked on opposite ends of the bar. And I just had to find ways to entertain myself because I'm sober and I don't drink and I'm running in this crazy ass bar. So at like 2.33 in the morning, I wandered down to Stan and I was like, Stan, you know Cousin Pat? He's like, oh yeah, that dude, that white boy down the end. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know him. I was like, he just told me that he could beat you in a race. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, he thinks he's faster than you. Of course, Pat hadn't said any of this. Has no idea what's going on. Oh, he's stirring the pot. <laughs> and I, he's just like, dude, I would kill that kid. Are you kidding me? A foot race? Look at me. And I was like, all right. Yeah. And I go down and tell Pat, Pat, what's up, man? Nah, 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 nah. I was like, so stand on the end of the bar. Seems to think he could whoop your ass if you guys were to go outside and race right now. He's like, right? Like, run him? I'd kill him. I'm like, everybody outside. Let's go. So it's like. We shut. We have people standing in front of traffic on Third Ave, and we set them down at <laughs> the end, and they take off running, and I'm screaming and yelling. I'm like, "It's a t- <laughs> they're neck and neck," and Stan just loses his footing and eats so much shit in the middle of Third Avenue, three in the morning. It was one of the funniest things. We're just dying. It's all on video. I just put it up back up on my uh, Instagram. That was video. a blast from the past. <laughs> well, didn't you? Didn't you put the story on? I think I saw that story this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just yeah. found the video. I went down a rabbit hole uh, for the past like eight <laughs> years in my camera roll over the weekend. <laughs> oh my god! I know. At first, at first, I thought you were like had videotape like an assault because it looked like the one guy was like chasing the other. <laughs> I was like, oh wow! And it's like that's another way for you to entertain yourself. A staged no, event, just late night hysterics at good old. I don't even remember if that was Uptown or Two Door yet. But I think it was, was Two Door. If my it camera might have been, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> 
So damn. I know. I, then I noticed, and I was like, "Wow, they just had a foot race in the middle of Third Avenue." <laughs> and I was it. like, yeah, "I figured it had, it had to be like 3 a.m. or something." But I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it past you to try and shut down Third Avenue at like 9 p.m. <laughs> well, I mean, we had to have fun back then because now somebody told me last night while she was high on ketamine, like everybody else at the LA party I was at, because apparently that's what happens out here. That that oh, whole yeah. area now is like a Whole Foods, a Chick Fil A, and all of this shit that just ain't fun. And they're not having foot races at 3 a.m. anymore out in the middle of Third. It's out, totally so. different. Have you been back since you left? Uh, yeah, since I left, yeah, but not in a year and a half. I think I'm going back to shoot something with Court and Harry actually, at end of October. So I'll get a oh, nice. fresh look. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't been. I haven't been to that area in ages either. Used to be an area I could go to all the time, and I just don't find myself there anymore. Well, yeah, because you had two of the best people in New York there all the time. Case one and case two right here. Now that we're There's gone. A reason to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally <laughs> different there now. Everything's gone. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Well, nowadays, usually the only uh, the only thing to get me like out of the house is either my girlfriend, work, or the bills. That's like pretty much it. <laughs> in, that, in that order? Or are we going to re-rank that at some point? <laughs> well, my girl might listen to this, so of course she has to be. She has to be number one. Smart um, man. And she, and she is. She absolutely is. I just got up the phone with my friend Nicola before I jumped on, and she's like, ugh. You want me to come on and hate the bills with you? And I'm like, I don't hate the bill. Why do you hate the bills? She's like, ah, why would I like them? She's a big Pats fan. Uh, I was like, well, are they like, they have a reason to hate us, but like, you guys. What do ever do to you? You're not hateable yet. I hope for your sake that you become hateable. Because Pats fans, yeah, yeah. not to besmirch my own. Yeah, people, Dolph- Dolphins, Dolphins fans hate. Dolphins fans hate us. They, they are like they are just way, way more insufferable. But uh, yeah, one of the things that I always mutual I, all day long. So I'll, I can look oh, at that. I actually found one of the most insulting things were during the Brady era. Most Pats fans were just like, "Oh, you know, it's like, like man, it's like I'd like the Bills to do well." Like they, like there was always just this sympathy, and I always, I always found that just way, like just way more hurtful than them being like, "Yeah, you guys." So it was always like, no, you, you guys will be good. You guys will be good. A nice little head pat. It was a pity, like, yeah. <laughs> Got more That's than pretty a few much of those it. from you. <laughs> yeah. They still kind of seem to like our team. It's like I think I think people just really want to like Josh Allen for the most part. I think he's a likable and, guy. Uh, and and you know what? You can to. you can you can hate Miami all you want. At least they didn't hang 70 on you. That was crazy. <laughs> no, oh yes. <laughs> We are we are definitely going to be talking about that because that's who we have next week. But uh, moving right along with the show here, uh, we're going to give uh, both of you a chance to answer last week's trivia. Uh, whoever gets it first, just uh, blurt it out. So uh, once again, we beat Washington uh, for the third straight time. Uh, when who is the only? quarterback since super bowl 26 when we played the washington football team who is the only washington quarterback we have lost to in the past 30 years robert griffith the third oh very good guess but that is incorrect i don't even know if we ever played him but uh any uh any guess meg i we have No, I was I would have guessed RG three too, but now that you say that, Murph, I don't know that we did. 
ever play him because this is Allen's first time even playing in Washington mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, it is. Shows how and little I think I've followed when the Commanders over the years since that loss. Yeah, the year I was born, best and worst year. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, I think in like 2011 we played Washington, and then uh, RG3 was drafted the next year, so we yeah. kind of missed his. We missed his uh, like tenure in Washington, but uh, actually, surprisingly, it's a guy still active in the NFL, still relevant. We in 2015 we lost to Washington 35 to 25. The game was not as close as the score indicated, and it was mother effing Kirk Cousins who I beat us. Dude. Yeah. Okay, I can't. I can't stand him. I remember he like he pushed a he pushed a ref in a charity game like over a bad call. And I was just like, uh, he, he just lost me forever on that. Hey, listen, for a be. guy who loves Jay Cutler, that's my kind of attitude. Start throwing refs around at charity games, Kirk. Do your thing. <laughs> Jay, God. No, Jay Cutler is quite a character. I always love the uh, don't care that's story. The best. Oh, it is. You familiar with that, Meg? No. <laughs> Apparently when Jay Cutler was on the Bears, uh, some guy... Some guy ran into him at a restroom and they're like next to each other at the urinals. And the guy, the guy said to him, was like, Oh yeah, it's like actually uh, I have some friends that you might know from Vanderbilt. And the guy, and then Jay Cutler just looked up at the just like looked up at the ceiling and said, Don't care. <laughs> and there's so many interpretations sure. as to as to how he said it too. I used to scream it at Eric at the oh, bar. And I would just be like, yeah. Don't care. and the thing is i think jay cutler was actually uh jay cutler was actually like asked about this story and he looks like yeah that's accurate (laughs) that's why i I mean yeah it was a little uh you know i'm i don't know how i would have handled it i do have i do have a problem with anybody talking to me when i'm uh when i'm at the urinal and it just it happens way too often in general i have a problem with people talking to me Oh yeah, <laughs> that is, that is true. But like it's it's uh, example it's uh, exacerbated in uh, in the restroom. All right, so we have a uh, we still have a game that yesterday to talk about that uh, you know it was a second week in a row the Bills just absolutely dominated. I'm going to give my quick recap here. The Bills continue their dominance, destroying the Commanders thirty-seven to three in Washington D.C. Defense had one of the best games in franchise history, and Terrell Bernard makes his mark as more than a worthy successor to Tremaine Edmonds. And, yes, there are many game balls we could give out for yesterday. Uh, I have to 100% give mine to Terrell Bernard, who's now playing middle linebacker. I did not have high expectations. I was just hoping he would be, you know, possibly a worthy like not even a worthy successor, just somebody who would not mess up enough. And now he's like, he's almost looking like a defensive MVP candidate this year. Yesterday, two uh, two sacks, one interception, and one fumble recovery. Can't ask much more of that. And uh, we're definitely going to need him going forward because we probably got two of the worst offenses on our schedule out of the way. And as Matt had just alluded to, we have to go up next week against a team that just put up 70 points. It's like two weeks ago, we were just saying 
it's hard to fill those shoes. There's not another player built like Edmonds that was playing that position. And that's, that's hard to, to fill. So we put another guy in there who's second season on the team and nobody knew his name before that in the last two weeks, he's come out on fire. And it's like, it's, it's unbelievable to see what he did. It's like the first player in Bill's history to record those stats yesterday. And he came out of nowhere with this team. So for him to be able to fill that gap, not only fill a gap, but he moves faster than Edmonds ever could on his best days at that point. So he's, he's, he's going to be fun to watch if he can do even half of what he did in yesterday's game consistently. Oh no, absolutely. No, we absolutely need, uh, you know, we're, we are going to need more play like that. And like, it's not only that you just kind of see, he's already filling in the leadership role, you know, with, uh, I just, I don't know exactly what he was doing, but like when I see the pointing, I'm like, that's a leader right there. You know, it's just yeah, like, uh, he was watching those He was, he's, Absolutely. that's why they said that's such a hard position to fill, not only because it's Edmonds, but uh, he's got to call those guys. He's got to tell Milano where he's going. He's got to call coverages. He's got to move guys around when he's seeing what he's seeing in his spot. And he's, that's what, what McDermott said yesterday or this morning, whenever that was. Um, that's what he said. He's like, he's for a second year player. He's shown a lot of maturity and being able to, to call those plays. Oh yeah. And it's so much, I wasn't, uh, like last year, I I remember when he was drafted, I'd never heard of him and I had pretty much watched like 200 highlight reels on YouTube. If I, and I didn't, oh. uh, I think he was the first, he was the first name that like, I didn't even recognize when they drafted him. I was like, I haven't even heard of this guy. And also like going into this year it wasn't so much that i'm like you know oh i don't think this guy's enough i just had no idea because he like he rarely saw the field last year and for him to just be stepping up in this way it's just uh oh no it's just monumental and it has to be a reason why we've you know looked so dominant it's even like it's it's not even like oh yeah he's filling in the shoes like filling filling in edmund's shoes he's just uh he in a way, he seems to be outperforming him. His, like he's pretty much already has stats that are comparable to like Edmonds in his whole career. Well, I think that's what they said this morning was he's done more in a game than we've seen sometimes in a season. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I mean, obviously, Edmonds was always big with the tackles. Uh, you know, they're not, the Bills aren't scoring, getting too many tackles because they just own the ball. Uh, for most of the game, and that's uh, you know something that's going to have to continue. Uh, you know, Matt had mentioned uh, you know, gotta we almost have to like jump right into uh, the Dolphins. Uh, we kind of knew they were going to be good. Uh, that offense definitely uh, gave us some fits last year. Uh, like I don't care who you are, you put seventy points up in a professional game. I think it's the first time it's happened since the mid sixties. Uh, yeah, you just, it, it's something that doesn't even look right on the screen when it happens. You know, you usually see that when, you know, Alabama's playing like Southern Tennessee Tech, uh, you know, community college institute. But uh, yeah, it's just, uh, and I watched some of the highlights of that game before we watched. At a point, it did seem like the Broncos just absolutely gave up in that game. They, like they just had no Yeah. And uh, I don't know, as much as as much as I despise the Dolphins, I've never really been a big Sean Payton fan. Uh, 
And I think for some reason, two years in a row, the golf, the Broncos have just been so overrated. Uh, now they're zero and three. They lost to they lost to two teams before this. They lost to two teams that we just absolutely demolished. Mm-hmm. So uh, Broncos, uh, you know, R- Russell Wilson's. Look, uh, to me, it feels like Russell Wilson's. I don't know. High, like what's the like spotlight is just vastly, vastly dimming. Broncos country is not riding very far with him. They suck. Oh, yeah, no. I've never liked the Broncos ever since no. Elway. I mean, he was such a crybaby. I don't know. I don't like the color scheme. I don't like a thing about the Broncos. It's probably my least favorite team in the league besides the Cowboys, which I actually have a cause to hate. But the Broncos just, ugh, not a team you'll ever catch me rooting for. I mean, I've never had anything against them. They've always just been a team out there that we rarely ever play at this point. But it's like the hype mm-hmm. around them, the decision to take a failed head coach as your offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. Like, what in God's name? <laughs> They're trying to pull every Hail Mary in the book. But it's like they're reading the wrong book at this point. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's entertaining to watch in the worst of ways. It's like watching a train wreck. No. Oh yeah, no, it is funny. I used to, uh, I used to kind of have a soft spot for the Broncos until I moved to Colorado for college, and uh, there, and also the first two years I was out there, I was out there in 1997 and 1998. They won the Super Bowl both years, and it was their first two Super Bowls. And I can tell you firsthand, Denver Broncos fans do not uh, get enough. Uh, they do not get the attention they deserve for being one of the most obnoxious fan bases. Yeah. Just like period, you know, they're like, I, I wouldn't say they're like Philadelphia or the Cowboys, but they're like, they're like bottom five fan bases for me. No doubt. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And, 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 you, and guys, it's also- you guys, you went buck wild on a decent commander's team, like <laughs> 70 points is 70 points, no doubt. But like the Broncos, Russell Wilson may not start next week, and it's not has nothing to do with injury. You know, like you guys beat a really uh-huh. good team. Miami just went haywire on a really not so good team. The most frightening thing about that, oh, though, yeah. is they did that without their second best wide receiver even yeah. playing in the game. Yeah. So, like their, their like, offense is nuts. It's on. It's unreal. The backs, the backs was and so sexy. That kid just went. The rookie that that just went buck wild. That wasn't garbage time. I mean, a, a couple oh, of yeah. more at the end, but at the beginning, it was like, woo, woo, oh, I know, yeah, no, eight, yeah, Devon Achin. He was, uh, you know, when I was doing my scouting for the, you know, you know, before the season, before the draft, I wasn't too impressed with him. And again, he's just going to be a, like. I hope he's not another one that, you know, just proves me wrong because I was just like when I saw the. I saw the Dolphins got him. I'm like, oh, good. They got one of my least favorite backs in uh, in the draft. And oh yeah, no, I watched him. He was he just was uh, no, he was just bouncing off guys, just hitting those holes. And you know, with the exception of the Raiders game, the Bills like as strong as the Bills' defense has been, there's still maybe a slight question mark on how they handle the run. Well, We're gonna we find out this. how they handle the run. We saw glimpses of it yesterday in the second half when the commanders finally woke up and realized, okay, this is two games in a row. We haven't run enough in the first half. And by the way, if I'm looking at our team and I'm putting a play or game together or a playbook together, 
I'm going to run the hell out of us to prove that we actually have a run defense that can show up any game because you never know. But, you know, there were glimpses there of two weeks ago. So it got a little scary for a minute. But now looking ahead, it's they better show up again. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. It was, uh, yeah, last week against, it was great to see. Like, Josh Jacobs, I think, became the first ever, uh, you know, defending rushing champion to get negative yards in a game. That was that was kind of spectacular. But, like, the, awesome. uh, the, like uh, I didn't, I never really saw that uh, uh, running back for Washington, Brian Robinson Jr. So when they were handing it off to him, I first I thought it was like, do they, are, do they have a linebacker playing? Do they have a linebacker playing? The guy looks bigger than Derrick Henry. I had no idea. Oh, no, I just assume like, like just pick the biggest guy running. on the field, throw him out, and hope he can run. Oh yeah, exactly. But uh, no, I mean the Bills' defense yesterday: nine sacks after getting zero the week before. That was just great. Four interceptions, one forced fumble, and one touchdown. Our first, uh, our first. Uh, defensive touchdown in more than a year and also by a guy who I was thinking was going to be trade bait in the beginning of the season, AJ Epinesa coming up huge. Uh, definitely the play of his career. I know I was, uh, he was drafted during the pandemic draft, Mm -hmm. you know, which, uh, I spent, uh, I pretty much spent the entire, uh, like hours leading up to the draft, uh, drinking tequila, which I never do at home. But, you know, certain special circumstances, I, I hadn't had anything to drink for like two weeks because like during the pandemic, I'm like, that's that's not something I need to make a habit like some of my other friends were. And it was like, I'll just save myself for day two of the draft when the Bills had their first pick. And I had wanted us to tr- draft Epinesa at, you know, 21 overall, which was the pick we ended up trading for Stefan Diggs. And when we, and I almost didn't think he'd last that long. I didn't think he'd last till the end of the first round. And then we got him late in the second round. I was just, uh, I was, I was hooting and hollering in my kitchen as if we had like won the Super Bowl. It was ridiculous. It was probably drafted him at like 10 30 PM on a Friday. People were probably thinking I was losing my mind, but, uh, nobody else is watching it still at that point. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, uh, but no, we've kind of seen, uh, you know, it's it's also just a it's so good to see him step up he you know he's got the one sack he had a great play last week against the raiders where he uh you know he he batted a ball down that was very similar to the one he intercepted except this time he was able to catch it and he just like bowled right into the end zone but uh you also have to think like how great the defend the edge rushers have been playing we're probably getting von miller back in like three weeks mm-hmm He's eligible uh, to return after next week. but And that was my biggest takeaway from yesterday, other than uh, Bernard going off. That was one of my biggest takeaways was this defense is firing on all cylinders for the first time in a long time. Mm -hmm. And they're doing it all without him. So for me, I'm like, that's a blessing because it means, A, we don't need him for the games that we should be winning. And we can save him because we said this this is two weeks ago. We played him way too much last season, and he's the guy that's going to get us mm-hmm. through the playoffs and get us to a Super Bowl. So we need him for those. But for oh, this yeah. guy to be firing on all the cylinders, and we don't even have him in the game, it's it's mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, but Matt, I got to throw oh. a trivia out to you. 
at this point because I love watching Howell try to throw over Epinesa. Epinesa is 6'6", and he used to play AAU basketball uh, with one of my favorite basketball players of all time, who you're no stranger to, being a Boston fan. Do you know who he used to play with? No. Who is it? Jason Tatum. It was Tatum? No kidding. It was Tatum. They used to play AAU together. I think in St. Louis or wherever they were from. Um, but they used to play together. So for him to think that I'm going to just throw it over some guy that's used to like throwing layups all over the place, it's like this young kid's got some learning to do. I love how transferable skills are in professional athletics too. When you just think Unreal. about, I mean, LeBron as a tight end or just, um, Deion Sanders playing a baseball game and a football game on the same yeah. day. Like, it's just crazy. I don't understand why people don't try for baseball if they're good at it just because of the money you can make <laughs> and it's all guaranteed <laughs> no but like if you're an athlete and you're just kind of like i love this sport football is so brutal and baseball yeah, yeah it's a grind it's a slog for for that level of <laughs> that length of a season but my god just athletes are athletes all around oh yeah when it's also i think uh if i'm not mistaken ricky williams was drafted in the second round uh, by the Philadelphia Phillies. And I think he always preferred to play baseball. I think that was his one true love. However, he, I think he was just so confident in football that he knew that's where he, that's where he had the best shot at making the most money. And I, but I think he really didn't like football, which is kind of amazing. No, he likes the helmet. He just, he, he liked to yes. wear the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> An interview. Yeah, that was probably- he was probably wearing a football helmet when the Phillies drafted him. It's just very, very socially distant. The helmet gave him protection. Oh, absolutely. Poor guy. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Meg might remember this. You may have been to, I think it was like in 2001 mm-hmm. uh, or 2000, like uh, maybe it was like 2000. I think it was 2002, actually. And we played uh, we played the Dolphins and we beat, we like just absolutely murdered them in the snow game. It was like 38 to 17. Mm-hmm. But Ricky Williams, Ricky Williams ran for like 260 yards. I think it was like one of the like top 10 rushing performances of all time. And it was in like a huge loss. But every time he got the ball, he ran. It seemed like he was running for like 40, 50 yards. Yeah. And I think in his retirement, he was asked about that game because it was his. And I think he admitted that he was like, he's like, oh, yeah. It's like I spent the whole morning smoking weed for that game. And I'm just like, my God, that's just like, that's just absolutely incredible. Like there's even back stories in those about days, guys like, in those years, like Jesus, in the 60s, 70s, 80s, there's stories about those guys going into halftime and crushing a couple beers before they went back out on the field after that. <laughs> just like it's just unheard of to me. Baseball is like the only sport in my oh, mind that can actually do that because you spend 90% of oh, it yeah. doing a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, it's repetition. Yeah. There's just a lot of serious repetition in that sport. Oh yeah, I've been over the moon. I haven't watched a single baseball game all year, and I've been so excited just following stats for Roland uh, Ronald Acuna, yeah, and everything that he's done this year. I mean, he's I think he's close. He's like one steal, one or two steals away from a forty home run, seventy steal season, and he's already broken all the records. That's absurd. Oh my gosh, that's that's insane. But yeah, no, uh, I'm I'm very familiar with Ronald Acuna because he's uh. I join. I'm in a fantasy baseball league every year, despite knowing almost nothing about baseball. I just don't have the time. It's it's like it's like a six day a week commitment if you really want to be, you sure. know, very much into baseball. 
But uh, I do kind of like being put in this league because it gives me a little gives me little idea of what's going on. And despite knowing nothing, probably knowing the least amount of baseball in this league that I'm in, I'm in the championship, and it's all because I somehow I somehow managed to get him in the draft by auto draft. Sheer dumb luck. That's usually how it goes. Those of us that put in the time and effort never ever. Let's say like oh, I think oh, every absolutely. NBA draft I've ever done with you, Matt. I've, I've yeah. always probably <laughs> auto drafted every single one of them except for Tatum in that one year. I told some poor <laughs> bastard on a job I was working with. He was drafting the day of the job, first overall pick, and I'm like, dude, it's a no brainer. You got to take Judge. Like, Judge hasn't had a bad year, but man, the, the injuries. I, I think about that time to time. I'm like, I steered him wrong. <laughs> Might have been out of as a Red Sox fan. Oh, yeah. So wait, are you, are you guys going to, are the Dolphins going to get Waddle back next week? He's, he'll so. be in. Probably with our luck. They, with, with, our luck they, with our luck, they probably will. Mm-hmm. But like the one thing, it's, uh, I mean, one thing that's so great last year when we played uh, the Dolphins, uh, we were without Hyde all three games we played, and yeah. a huge part of a huge part of our defense for the past five years is with with that safety tandem, arguably the best safety tandem in the entire NFL. It completely it takes the deep ball away. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to find other ways to beat us. Usually, like oh, like going like over the middle, like short to like the linebacker area is usually a usually like that's usually the way the chiefs would beat us and play us uh when they would do like when you know with despite tyreek hill with and patrick mahomes you never you never really saw mahomes going deep to hill hill would still get 100 yards but it was all these just like dinks over the middle so you know and we just we definitely have to put the pressure on to uh uh, yeah, pretty much our deep. Despite the, our defense having like two of the best games in their franchise history the past two days, I think they even need to be better because you sometimes just go ice this all-world offense that I still think we have that can just score. Usually score at will. Sometimes I just I don't get it. Sometimes they're just even yesterday they like the team. Uh, you know, like the defense really carried the team yesterday, even for a thirty-seven to three win. Uh, Josh was, Josh was good, you know, only, only one interception. That's usually a huge win, you know, for us. And it was a, and it was pretty much an interception that was as good as a punt, Yeah, but exactly. you know, and if, uh, like, it'll just be so unlike the offense just needs to put up points because it's going to be so unfair to put this on the backs of the defense, especially, you know, with this offense coming up and, and also how is this game? This game's still a 1 PM game. I don't see how this game isn't immediately flexed into, you know the Sunday, the Sunday night game. It's the game. I, I haven't even seen the schedule for next week. Doesn't it has matter. to be the game. Everybody's <laughs> just dying. Yeah, like, that's even it. outside this of is the only thing anybody would want to watch. The, the, yeah. the season's oh, kind yeah. of been shit. It hasn't like the the NFL season has not been exciting or fun. And then the the Dolphins just yeah. made it so. And you guys had a great week. So this is the only game I think anybody's really been excited for, unless they're diehard fans of a franchise. Well, if. Oh, the yeah. Dolphins hadn't thrown up 70 points this week. You know what the biggest storyline of the weekend would have been? It wouldn't have been us. It was no. Taylor Swift showing up and to see Travis Kelsey play. Trailer. So it's like when Matt, <laughs> when Matt other bar, barring a team going out of their minds and scoring and tying for second most points in the NFL in an NFL game, Taylor Swift showing up to the Chiefs game and hanging out with Mama Kelsey would have been the biggest storyline of the week. So it's been it has been a shit season for three weeks. It, it caught Belichick's attention. 
<laughs> yeah. Guy who's at the podium, if you haven't heard, great quote. You know the paths suck when Bill Belichick's cracking jokes with the media. Oh, I would God. say Travis Kelsey has had a lot of big catches in his career. This would be the biggest. Whoa. I don't know. You boom. Drop the mic, Bill. Do you think um, this is his last year? Kelsey? Belichick or Kelsey? No, Belichick. <laughs> I'm like, dude, how hard does T- uh, Taylor have her hooks into him? Like, he's a young guy. Um, no. No, he'll <laughs> die in that outfit. <laughs> Doesn't On mean coaching. <laughs> oh, so you think he'll die next year? No. Do you, do you really think he's going to be, that they're going to let him hang around? I mean, what is, it's not great what's happening in New England right now. Yeah, but it, the biggest problem. Honestly, from my limited knowledge, and you know me, I am a bleed green Celtics fan. I know my baseball. Hockey might as well be like the national oh sport of, of friggin' <laughs> Kazakhstan and not, I don't know anything about it. It's just like, I don't, I don't know what that is. There's ice, it's cold. But football, I know enough. And what I know, and I've, I finally somebody said it recently on a podcast, and I'm like, thank you. Nobody talks about this. Go and get some fucking receivers. It's the reason Brady left. We haven't had anybody who's really exceptional in that position forever. And he's just really proudly hung his hat on. We'll work with whatever we have. Receivers aren't important. You don't need to go out and get name receivers. And it's like, turns out, yeah, you do. (laughs) No kidding. It's just been, I think, the Achilles heel of this team since Brady left and it's also the reason he Brady did leave the offensive line was kind of letting Tom get knocked around by the end a little too much but that's something Belichick's good at fixing in the draft and he'll go out and sign somebody like I'm not I don't worry about the line Mm-mm. defense he he makes it work it's the receiving core that I'm just I like Kendrick Bourne I, I liked him when he wasn't a pat but I I don't want him to be our number one target at this stage in his career at all. And it's when you don't what about, I, I, I've seen so little of the Pats. So I, I, I've heard, I've not heard Juju Smith Schuster's name at all. And I thought that was a decent signing. Yeah. Yeah. So I admittedly forgot he was even on the Pats. Too. Yeah. That's a, I, I almost did too. But uh, yeah, all of a sudden I saw, like, I think I saw one highlight reel and I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot that. Uh, like when I thought they find those go, they finally signed a receiver, but I've heard nothing in three games from him. No, no, it's not good. No. It's not good. And it's, it's, you, you got to pony up in the draft. You got to pony up in free agency. You got to do something. And ever since they took Nikhil Harry over, uh, and I don't know why, I don't even know enough about football to be pissed about this. Certainly not college, but I knew enough from reading up on the draft that year that I was like, why did you not take DK Metcalf? What, who is this Nikhil Harry guy? I guess he's going to be great if Belichick <laughs> took him. Like imagine Brady. Brady probably wouldn't have gone if he had a year with Metcalf. That could have changed everything. That was oh, a weird sliding doors moment. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh god, I'm so glad they didn't get. I'm so glad they didn't get DK Metcalf. That just would have been. That would have been too much for me to handle. And uh, no, speaking of like getting, it's already like two games in two three games into the season and i'm already annoyed that the bills uh drafted justin shorter over puka nakua yeah. who uh <laughs> it's like i went to go look up so where was puka nakua taken 
It's like the guy's having like the best, they had like the best two game start of any receiver in NFL history. And of course he's drafted like 21 picks after Justin Shorter, who was uh, less than impressive to me during preseason. Now, was this known before the draft? Because my issue with the Metcalf Harry pick was Metcalf was expected to do big things and he was on everybody's board so much earlier and it just seemed like overthinking it to take Nikhil Harry. Was it the same kind of thing with Puka? Oh no, Puka was like Puka Nakua was drafted in like the fifth round. Like barely anybody had heard of right. like he wasn't well, like mean, neither of these guys were big names. I'm just saying like, you know, always like those draft shoulda, coulda, woulda moments. Yeah. Usually they happen for me. Usually they happen for me like years down the road. But uh you know, not in this case, but yeah, and Nikhil Harry, I was like, what are they doing? Uh, but like, yeah, they also missed out on AJ. AJ Brown would have been a fine fit. You know, he was yeah. uh, he was also available afterwards. But uh, you know, it's like uh, we all we all move on. Some I, I sometimes don't, but we all should. What happened to Hollywood and, uh, Brown from that draft? He was a Raven, right? Is he still with them? No, he's on the Cardinals now. Who? Congratulations to them. They just shut up Cowboys fans for uh, at least a week, which is, I, I don't know, I owe, I owe them a gift basket for that. I was just, yeah, on <laughs> Facebook. Like a couple of uh, Cowboys fans I know on social media, they're just like completely insufferable. They go 2-0 and and it's like, yes, we're like 20-0, and baby. And it's just like, dude, I don't even talk like that. They're completely insufferable 100% of the time. That's why we all hate them. Oh, exactly. Yeah. No, they're like absolutely delusional. There's this one. He's actually a really good guy. I work with him on uh, like Saturday Night Live every now and then. And he's just like one of these guys. Like there'll be like seven games left in the season. And he's like, yeah, if we win the next seven, we'll probably get the. And I'm like, oh, well, that's a tall order. And he's just like, let's, let's look at our schedule. And it's like. It's like, you no, know, you have the Saints. is when they had, like, Breeze. It's like, oh, we're going to murder the Saints. And then, sure enough, the Saints beat them by, like, 30 points. And it's, But it's just like, and the thing is, this guy is dead serious. Like, he just literally legitimately doesn't think that the Cowboys will lose any game. It's just, uh, you know, telling him, he's like, oh, Bill's Cowboys on Thanksgiving, that should be a good game. It's like, oh, no, we're just going to murder you. And it's not he's even talking shit. It's like he just truly believes this. And what do we do? We just put the smack down on them on Thanksgiving, which was just fantastic. And then then he's just like, oh, yeah, we had a bad day, man. I was like, yeah, it's like, it won't be like that the next time we play. It's like, okay, yeah, we'll see. It's like, but, uh, but yeah, no. I think Bill's fans, like, we, you know, we're very excited about our team. But we we do have some some sort of sense of reality. I think rea- realities hit us in the face way too much. Yeah. I said something the other day. I'm like, sometimes life just hits you in the face sometimes. And I think this <laughs> this weekend is going to be a make or break for this team. Like we, can, we can play out of our minds against teams that we should yeah. be beating that are overinflated and all the hype and yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah. But we have to oh, yeah, no, this will be this weekend. And it's oh, yeah. Be oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cause it's also, it's also not the, uh, it's also not the hardest game we have on the schedule. We have to play <laughs> them later in the year. We have road games against the Bengals. I don't, I don't care what anybody says about the Bengals. They're still, the, they're still going to be good at the end of the year. Yeah. Slow you know, start, Joe. To, you know, it's slow start, Joe. He's, he'll be fine. Oh yeah. But we have like Eagles on the road, chiefs on the road. Again, like all we do is play the chiefs and, and, uh, Arrowhead. It's like the, they never, they never send the Chiefs our way, except, except maybe next year. We'll see. 
Well, for good reason. But, let, uh, us, let us win a big one there and then they can come to us. But it's like, for good reason. We haven't earned it yet. Uh, I will say, though, I am very happy this game this weekend is going to be in Buffalo because if we were going down to Miami at this point, I would feel very differently about our chances getting roasted in the sun again. Another one o'clock game after they just threw up 70 points at home against another team like we would be screwed. So I feel better. They're coming to us at least. I know. Yeah. Last year, last year, that Bill's sideline was looking like Jonestown. It was like all of those like they were just like. Those players were just dropping like flies in that sun. I think it was like, I, mean, I think they said it was 120 degrees on that sideline. Home field advantage like there, there is one thing. And I can talk about this until I'm blue in the face. Like, I feel very passionately about the home field advantage is one thing when you got the home fans and you got your set, you don't have to travel, you have all those things. But to, to physically put another team's health at risk like that without being able to have shade, like, that shouldn't be allowed. Like that, that just goes oh, no. above and beyond home field advantage at that point. Like you've got guys who are passing out all because they can't have, you designed your stadium in a way that yeah. they can't have shade and they're not allowed to because your team's not yeah. loose. Like it just, it, it, that whole rule in the NFL is something that will always bother me. I know. I wouldn't want, you know, I wouldn't want, uh, you know, our stadium to be built where like the opposing, the opposing sideline is uh, right in the middle of an ice storm while like the bills are shielded. Unless it's Miami. You know? It's just like, yeah, exactly. Exa- yeah. Unless it's like Mike, unless it's Mike McDaniel. So entertaining to watch. And that's like the thing I hate to say the most, but it's like, there's, there's a Netflix show about the drug kingpins of Miami that is phenomenal television mm. with a, Great pitball intro song for anybody that hasn't watched it yet. But it looks like he fell out of that show, like in the 80s, like he fell out of like the biggest drug kingpins in Miami. But he just is so entertaining mm-hmm. that I can't not watch him. And I hate to say that. Oh, that oh, I, I, oh, I kind of, I find him the opposite. I don't like, <laughs> it seems like he cries too hard. His cheesy jokes are just like, I don't know, they, they leave a bad taste in my mouth. And I just, uh and the thing is, he always we're two and one against him, but he always he plays us tough. All of those games have just been like really. I can't deny his like I I think he's a really good coach, and I just hope. Uh, well, mostly I hope we just win by one, but it would be nice if we uh, if we really put it to them. Mm-hmm. But I'll take uh, a win, we'll yeah. a win. Exactly. Have you, and the before we have go, you actually like, seen the week four schedule? I'm just looking at this thing now, and it's like there are mostly good games good matchups like the bears the, bears the broncos i mean it's gonna be a fair no <laughs> oh, it's not gonna be watchable but it's like that's what i mean a lot of these matchups like raiders chargers steelers texans it's kind of like they're pretty they're, <laughs> they're close match you know the patriots are gonna get rocked by dallas in dallas the niners are gonna kill arizona in san fran and the Chiefs oh, are going to go into into New York and crush the Jets. But other than that, it's going to be yeah. decently matched games. You guys still have the highlight, I think. But oh yeah. And before we go, I do have to talk. You mentioned uh, I forgot all about Taylor Swift. But uh, yeah, no. I hope uh, I hope Josh Allen has his uh, Hollywood starlet in the crowd uh, when the Bills go to Arrowhead with uh, the lovely Miss Haley Steinfeld. That'll be uh, I love. If- I would take her over well, to Swift any day. Who the hell is Haley oh, Steinfeld? <laughs> she oh, is the perfect fit. Alan, being a sweet man, does not need superpower, like all of the hype that comes with a Taylor. She is a very nice person who's a great actress, great singer, 
and she's see Edge of Seventeen? What did I see? What? Oh yeah. Did you see Edge of Seventeen? That seems like a movie you would have seen. With uh, it's like a coming of age movie with uh, Woody Harrelson plays the teacher. I know, she was the I she was the, no she was the, Pitch Perfect is what he would have seen. I didn't see that either. Uh, hey, how about how about this for Josh Allen? All right, a good Buffalo, hardworking, blue collar town. How about a nice registered nurse? You know what are we doing? What's all this? Oh yeah, they got to be big singers and stars. There's no relatability in that. He's a football player. He busts his ass every week. He's an athlete. Get yourself a nice registered nurse. Most Buffalo thing I think you could have said. I love it. Oh yeah, but you know, I know you definitely saw this one, Matt. You saw True Grit, right? The 2010 version. I did. Oh, is she the little girl? Yeah, she was the little girl. That's, That's why she I knew was the like name. that. That's why well, I knew the like, name. She was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. She's a talented kid. And she and now she, now she's like a gorgeous twenty seven year old woman. She's uh twenty seven. Yeah. My God. You guys are oh, yeah. That's a that thing. I was like, that long ago. I was kind of the thing. I was like, I was like, oh, Josh is. Uh, I was like, wow, Josh is going, uh, you know, going a little young there. And then I'm like, oh wait, no, they were both born in nineteen ninety six. But uh, hey, guys. Uh, it's almost time to go. It's been great having you here. I just have to give the uh, trivia question for next week before you go and something for you to ponder over until the end. So we play, uh, as we all know, we play Miami this week. What is Josh Allen's record versus the Miami Dolphins in his career? You can think about it for a, for a hot second, and then uh, you know we'll get back to you just after the show. But uh, before I say bye, uh, this is the first... Uh, double guest we've had here on the show i think it was a lot of fun uh once again it was just a pleasure to hang out with two of my really good friends on a monday afternoon joy thank you for having me great to anytime see you. and uh yes you guys will be uh you guys will be called on uh soon and often and bill's mafia thank you for joining us once again big game this week have fun and let's go buffalo Thanks again for listening to Buffalo Bills or Bust. Remember to like and subscribe. Leave a comment and let's go Buffalo. Buffalo Bills or Bust has been a Samurai Dinosaur production. Copyright 2023.